Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack, fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Okay, so Brett, are you recording now? Do you have this one? Because yeah. I nailed the last one and you said you didn't get it. Uh, we're rolling now. Because it's like, because I'm about to crush it. We need this clean, okay? I know, very So it's important. just like, all right, so this is just, we're rolling. Hi, I'm Shunk Lemons. Welcome to my masterclass. So, if you're listening to this, uh, obviously you've got an interest in performing and acting and being a big star like me. So, uh, what we're kind of going to hear is, I've got this very promising pupil. You've maybe heard him before. He's, uh, he's an actor. He's on the rise, but... He's not quite there yet. And so, um, Bang Rajman, do you want to just introduce yourself? Uh, hey, Sean. Uh, thanks so much for uh, letting me take this class. I'm excited about it. Uh, yeah, I'm an actor. I've been working for a while, and I think it's always good to keep your brain active and try to learn new things. So I was excited to sign up. And so there I said, do you want to introduce yourself? And then you... Never said your name. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my name's Bang Rajman. I guess you yeah. you, you said my name, and I thought that kind of uh, took care uh, of it. But that was yeah. me introducing you. Okay. All right. right? I, yeah. And this you is what we're me. here for, is to me. learn and to kind of explore these moments and say, oh, what could I be doing better? Because Bang wishes he was more like me. Engineer Brett wishes well, he was more like Bang. And it's a food chain. Uh, and I'm a big, strong shark and chomping and... Brett's a worm, and Bang is like a, um, what's bigger than a worm, smaller than a shark? Hmm? There's a plethora of animals between shark and worm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, here's your first challenge, you know, what, as an actor, you know, what animal embodies you? Okay, and should it be a sea creature? Um, are worms in the sea? There is, right? Sea yeah, worms. I mean, they use worms as bait, so they're, they're in Perfect. there. Perfect. Okay, uh, but I'm not a worm. Right. Brett's the worm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then the worm's in the water, uh-huh. shark's in the water. Right. And then what are you going to be? And I mean, maybe that's what we find out in the class. Yeah, yeah. I've done animal exercises before. I get them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you were unable to name an animal. Between a worm and a shark that's in the water. You were able to say plethora, you know, and kind of try to show off 
vocab man. Somebody's I, using his word a day, you know, toilet paper. I, I, it's not what I meant. Uh, but you didn't have an animal in the middle. And I'm coming up with one now. And it's a crab. Okay, great. great. So you're a crab. And so maybe give me a little bit of Sebastian the Crab Little Mermaid voice. Uh, I haven't seen the movie in a while, but I think it's um, like uh, he's kind of Jamaican, I think, right? Mm, yeah, but don't ask me. Tell me okay. as Sebastian. Under the sea. That's mm-hmm. all I can remember, mm-hmm. really. Okay. All right. We got our work cut out for us. Let's dive in. Sharks eat crabs. Bang. Mm-hmm. Just as a headline. What's art? What's an artist? What's doing art? Uh, wow, that's uh, a big question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's trying to communicate some feeling that you can't express uh, just by talking about it. You have to communicate it through a performance or some creative endeavor, Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. art. Okay. So if I go to art museum, it's going to be a bunch of feelings on the wall? I mean, honestly, yeah. Uh, Really? Yeah. You really think that? Is that really what you think? Yeah, I mean, it's not like, you know, they're just putting like... It's paintings and stuff. It's paintings and stuff. Because I went last week before we did this uh-huh. to see. And you had never been before? Uh, I had not to this one and maybe not to any. Not to this one? Oh, the one you the went The one to. I went to, I hadn't been. And okay. maybe I hadn't been any because this was pretty weird. Okay. There's ropes. You can't... Go touch the wall. Uh-huh. There's benches. There's people taking picture of a picture, which I know from getting almost arrested at Splash Mountain, you're not supposed to do. Okay. Those pictures are for sale. So if you're taking a picture of a picture, you're stealing from them, is how it was explained to me by Disney security. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that's a... Mm-hmm. It's a photograph of you. Mm-hmm. That and that's not art. You. And that's not art. So if it's a photo of me, it's not art. But if it's something you feel it is, that's a pretty selfish view of what art is. Only you get art now? Okay. Yeah, no, I wasn't saying that, but I kind of think I get your point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So museums are crazy, you know, and they mm-hmm. don't make any sense. So if art doesn't make sense, how are we going to find order in the chaos? Uh, it's okay. You've got the answer. Go I ahead. I have the answer. Yeah, you've got it. Uh, how are we? Just can I rewind and just get the question again? It's how if museums don't make any sense. If museums, how do we get the order in, into chaos? How do we get the order in the chaos? You know uh, that. You know the answer. Doing art. Okay. Okay. Doing All right. Art. Yeah, you're right. Doing art. So let's start out and we'll just do an exercise. There's a fine actor, great actor, a uh, friend of mine, um, 
BBA, who is a terrific actor, legend in this city. And he uh, has a saying, mm-hmm. which is a famous saying that he coined that kind of applies to what we're going to talk about today, which is you're only as good as your silly noises. And BB-8 said that. Okay. So what I want you to do right now is just make a silly noise. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the exercise. Okay. Uh, okay. And was that silly? You know, was it silly or was it just crazy? Huh. Because uh, to me, it seemed crazy. Engineer Brett? Yeah, uh, it blew out the microphone a little bit too. Yeah. So you're Sorry. breaking the rules in trouble. Okay. Uh, and you're, as Brett pointed out, maybe being crazy. Like blowing the mics out, it's pretty crazy because yeah. we need these, right? But it's not necessarily silly. Okay. Now, what was that noise? Like, what was it supposed to be? I just thought it was a fun noise. A fun noise, yeah. right. But let me give you, this is maybe a silly noise that maybe you'll really like. Whack, 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 whack. Okay. Whack, 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 whack. It sounds kind of like a duck. Okay. Yeah. So it's not crazy, right? Because it is, it's familiar in a way. Okay. And as actors, as artists, we want to challenge the audience, but we don't want to go so crazy that they don't even know what we're doing. Like the noise you made, I think we'll all agree, was not silly. It was bad. It was crazy. It was too loud. It wasn't a duck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I guess the instructions to the exercise didn't kind of put any of those qualifiers on there. Think about, so think about BB-8, you know, and what he does with some of his noises okay. where he's doing the robot uh, in the movie yeah. okay. in all of the movies. Okay. None are duck noises or some are pretty loud. No, that was my own, you know? Right. So now make a truly silly noise. These are expensive mics. I'm just telling you. Okay. Right, I'll try. I'll take a couple steps. Sorry be careful. about that, Brett. All right. <clears throat> quack, 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 quack. Wow. Wow. You feel that difference? Yeah. And does that feel good to you? Chills. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess it feels good. I'm still getting to, I'm hoping there are some other levels on this. On this noise? On just kind of the exercise. Like you want to do it louder still? Because Uh, you're like, have some kind of pissing contest with Brett? Like that's the other level? Is no, how loud no. it gets? No, I don't care about that. I, I'm just can't wait to see where this goes. <laughs> so, art, acting, being actor, mm-hmm. doing pretend, at people doing it in front, doing a scene, doing mm-hmm. acting, doing uh, imagining, right? Mm-hmm. Who's doing that? Hmm. The actor? The audience. The audience. Okay, wait. And explain to me what I mean. Oh, boy. Uh, Maybe you're... I think maybe your point is that you're trying to... Give the audience uh, an experience in their mind. You're trying to take them someplace. 
So you're working with the audience. You're they're your partner in a way where you're trying to help them have some experience. And how big's the audience? I suppose it depends on what the venue is. Huge, we hope, right? Yeah. We yeah. hope it's huge. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's true. One either one big guy or a lot of little ones. Okay. Uh those are I didn't think of it kinda in those terms, but one giant. That's a good audience. Cause then just one clap from him is gonna almost knock you over. Right. The force created by the wind from the hands coming together. Okay, like a mythological giant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or if failing that, mm-hmm. you're gonna need a bunch of small or regular sized people to create that same desired <laughs> wind effect. Okay. Yeah, I, I kind of have always liked applause by an audience. I've never judged things in terms, I guess, of like wind. Feeling the wind. Yeah, feeling the wind. But I, I think I get your meaning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I do too. I mean, I think you explained to me really well what I meant by audience. Because I don't know, you know, I don't always get to sort of see inside my head with all these little tools and microscope and the tweezers and take out, what does he mean with when he says audience is the actor? And it's that they're complicit almost. They're begging you for it. The audience is like a thirsty chick, don't you think? Well, you're kind of taking me into some dangerous territory, I think. Um, I think I get what you mean, but... Yeah, I guess I wouldn't put it in those terms. Brett, does he get what we mean? <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. Brett, isn't the audience kind of like, she thirsty, right? Thirsty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, she really can be. So, Baby thirsty. <laughs> and Brett's teaching you a little bit of lingo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, bae. Mm-hmm. Right, I've heard it, yeah, a couple, mm-hmm. for a couple of years now. And then is there a joke anywhere in Old Bay seasoning? Uh, yeah. Um, like a guy who likes grandmas or something? Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know, yeah. Oh, this is just a side thing? This isn't part of the class. Yeah, I think, you know, if you spelled Bay, mm-hmm. B-A-E. Old Bay seasoning. Old yeah. Bay seasoning. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. And yeah. what might you put that on? The actual product. The actual product? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Chips or clams or something? Okay, I would have thought it would be for, like, some cream for old people. Oh, old oh, no. Seasoning. No, I'm spelling it B-A-Y now. Oh, now you want? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was thinking, like, some Vaseline or something. Um... Yeah, you old base seasoning. I don't know. You put it on like if you're making chowder or something, right? Mm. Okay. All right. Like crabs. Yeah. Okay. Maybe are you bringing us back to like me being a crab? No. Tell me a story and just a real story, regular from your day. You know, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? Anything. Just to, you know, walk me through it. 
Okay, uh, sure. I woke up, I turned on the radio, I... Uh, Stop. Are you racist? <laughs> no. Why not? Because I'm not, I, I... Are you sure? Yeah, I am sure. You sure you're not a racist? Yeah. Yeah, I like people but that could be a pretty, races. That could be a pretty good role. That's true. Yeah, I would play a racist. So you... Oh, you would play one, but you aren't one. That's right. That doesn't sound like a very good movie. Um, well, that's not what the movie is. Let me ask you another question. Keep going. So what was on the radio? Uh, just the morning news. Uh, they were going through sort of... What's the news today? Uh, a lot of stuff about Trump. Are you Charles Manson? No. Are you killer Charles Manson? Am I killer Charles Manson? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not Charles Manson. Okay. So you don't have a head then? So you got, I'm talking to headless horseman? You got no head, no eyes? No, I have Because Charles head. Manson has that. Okay. I suppose we're biologically similar mm-hmm. and now we both have a head. Mm-hmm. So now you're kind of saying, hey, I'm Charles Manson. I'm a racist, right? Isn't that kind of what you're saying? When you walk around, you're sort of bouncing on your feet? When I walk around, I use my feet, yeah. Yeah, you're bouncing on your feet, uh-huh. you know, so you don't fall down. They're mm. uh, almost like um, these uh, platforms for your body. You know who else does that? Yeah, Charles Manson. Mussolini. Okay. You know? Yeah. And so in a way, when I ask you... Are you racist? Are oh, you yeah. Charles Manson? You know, I, no, I, I see what you're getting at. Like, are you doing? You know, there's, there's some element of good and bad in all of I us. I hope so. Okay, I hope so. You know, um, it's just a weird way to. I mean, no one wants to just say like, "Yeah, I'm a racist." Oh, okay. It felt like you were trapping me and in, in, into something. All right, but you just said it. Yeah, but not. And it seemed like you loved it. Brett, didn't he seem like he was getting off on saying it? Yeah. Well, that's not true. He's staring at me, too. It's kind of sick. Kind of sick. Hitler, right, was doing painting. Kind of brings us back to the museum, right? Yeah, he was a painter. Okay. So have you ever done any painting? Yeah, I have done some painting. I'm sure. So who are you? Uh, what do you mean? So who are you then? Uh, um, What's your name? Bang, Rajbed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good enough. What I was thinking you might say? Uh, Hitler, Mussolini, Charles Manson, a racist. Okay. You think just because I have things in common with these guys, I am Manson? I mean, I think I get your point. You chew your food before you swallow or you just choke on it every time? Yes, I chew my food. I sleep at night. I Mm -hmm. use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And not unlike the Queen of England. Yeah. All of humanity so has now these you things think, in So now you think I'm one of your loyal subjects and you're the Queen of England and you're showing off for me. Okay. And you think I, I'm a loser because you're the Queen 
You're out of touch. Brett, tell this guy he's not the Queen of England. I'll know who you think you are. You're not the Queen of England. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Because I felt like your point was maybe I am the Queen of England. Maybe if, like, you know, Hitler and Mussolini and all these other people do these things in common, wouldn't that also mean you're kind of confusing me, to be honest? Okay. So would that be a good point? If it was, if what I was saying was that I was trying to get you to, you are the Queen of England and I wasn't offended or mad about it, would that be good? Like, would that, you know, work for you? I, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, way to sniff that out. Some schnozzola you got on you, brother. Uh, hey, thank you. You really got down, you know, down a dirt and sniffed that out. Okay, yeah, I think I'm getting it. Yeah, no, that was good that you've, yeah, because I was, yeah. Um, so, uh, so, you know. Thanks. Racist. Let's fanboy out for a minute. I mean, sure. look, why do you get into this? You know, why do you totally. get into this business? Because you're, you know, you're growing up, seeing movies, mm-hmm. art, loving it, right? Going, hey, I, hey, I could do that. Hey, I could do that, right? Did you say that? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. That- why don't you say it right now? I could do that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So when you're watching and going, you know, what was, how was it you put it? You're saying to yourself, uh, what was it you're saying when you're watching the screen? I could do that. (laughs) I like that. So you're saying, Hey, I could do that. Uh And what are you looking at? Okay, I'm watching a movie. I'm watching a really great scene, maybe, or mm-hmm. I'm, I'm inspired. And I'm, Old stagecoach, you know, running over the Indian's bones. I don't know what movie you're referring to exactly, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. A Truck bro- tires, you know, crushing the bones. Or one of these movies. Okay. I don't know what movies you seem to have a, a good backlog of vehicles crushing bones, which hey, I could do that. Yeah, that's not the first thing that comes to mind. That's not. I mean, honestly, I don't watch these kind of like violent torture porn things and think like I could do that or like massacres of some kind. Right. Um, it's more the dramatic side of people becoming a character. Same here. Same here. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my point actually. It's like okay, so when you're watching that stuff, there's probably an actor up there, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not watching documentaries um, and and thinking like I could do that. I'm, I've never I'm, seen a documentary, Brett. Documentaries are great, right? They're yeah. good, yeah. But I'm not saying like that's not. I, I'm not They're watching. Important. What was that one? 50 Feet from Stardom? Mm. Ooh, that really shook my bones. Because think about it. Those singers want to be the main singer. Yes. And instead, they're just Mm -hmm. moderately successful. So anyway. Yeah, I'm not shitting on documentaries. I don't want to put that out there. I'm just saying, like, you're asking me what inspires me, I think. And uh, seeing some great scenes in movies definitely was a part of One that. thing you can do as an actor, 
Okay. Is go, I uh, was working on a role. Because you, you could say, I was playing a guy who's really mean about documentaries. Maybe he doesn't get them or hasn't seen them. Because that's sort of what, you know. I mean, that's definitely what you were doing, is you were being really nasty about documentaries and saying that you don't get it, you've never seen one, and you think they're dog shit, and they're not worth watching. Mm -hmm. You can't learn anything from it. That the 50 Feet from Stardom girls deserve to be struggling and don't shouldn't be stars. You know? I don't think... And so, to me, Mm -hmm. I go, this guy should probably back off this. And one thing you can do is go, oh, he's playing a role. Okay, so this is oh, I'm more like it. life advice. I'm, I'm in just, a movie. You know, I'm in a movie. If like, you say a bad opinion, you're saying you're working on a role. You say I'm working on a role. I'm going to see a movie, uh, and and I'm going to be in the movie, and it's going to be uh, me playing a guy who um, thinks documentaries are like a waste of resources, mm-hmm. uh, and that um, they're basically more fake news. And then when somebody asks, where's that movie? You go, it's in turnaround. Okay. It's in turnaround. Okay. That's, you know I that hope, term? I think so. I mean, honestly, I hope I never have to use this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was playing a role earlier. I was acting, you know, because I got a movie coming out where I'm a, a guy who wants to see the bones get run over under the tires. Okay. So you were working on a Sicko. role when you were bringing that up? Yeah. And it was hard to get there. Very mm-hmm. hard. And and that movie is in turnaround. It's gonna be, uh, but it's gonna be in turnaround. It's coming. Yeah, unfortunately, just got an email about it, so it's gonna be turning around. A bummer. Sucks. Sucks because I was pretty close to the getting there mentally. <sighs> but um, you just got that email. Now. Just got it. Yeah, just came through. Got two emails. One's from West Elm. They're having like a sale. And then one, you know, sorry, Earwolf asking me to, what advertisers I want to approve. Okay. I didn't mean to bring up like your email. And what else do I have here? Is it cool if I look at my phone while you look at yours? No. Yeah. That's basically it. So, uh. It was kind of, you made a big thing out of putting our phones away at the top of this. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a no phone zone. Okay. Yeah. If you can learn what I'm teaching you here from your phone, you wouldn't need to be in the class. Right. But isn't that sort of part of why we're doing this for other people to listen to it? And They're going to learn it from their phone, yes. But they will be learning it from their phone. Okay. But they need someone to be in the class. Okay, who cannot learn this on his phone? He can't learn it on his phone. Either he can't, either he's, maybe he's playing a role of someone who has no phone, you know? Who's the best actor, greatest actor? Right now? The best, yeah. (laughs) Maybe Daniel Day-Lewis? No. It's my mailman. Think about that. Think about that. Sure. You know, actors are portraying real people. Mm-hmm. So real people is the best actors. And what's realer than my mailman, you know, who every day has to show up and act like he doesn't know that I'm watching him through the mail slot. But he does know? Well, he wouldn't know it from his performance. 
do you mind if I ask, what if he doesn't realize that you are watching him through the well, about, I sneezed last, like a week ago, I sneezed so let right when he was there. And it must have gotten his pants a little wet. Uh, he could be disturbed. He wonders why, right? What could, what good conversation can happen from talking to a guy? Think about it. You're a mailman. You're on your route every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going, you're dropping yeah. stuff through the mail slot. And okay. there's one mail slot. There's clearly a set of eyes yeah, on the other side I'm looking at you. Through, I see the eyes. And, and at one point they on. sneeze. Yeah. I would probably also ignore that. Well, you'd be a great actor like him then. I mean, if you could really sell it. Because he's managing to truly... Convince me that he might not know I'm there, but he has to, Ben. Because you've sneezed, he sees your eyes, he could think you're a dog. Mm-hmm. One time I stuck something out of there, just a chopstick or something. Okay, so yeah, he probably knows it's you. He's probably uncomfortable. I do think that's not quite acting. He's the best actor in the world. Daniel Day-Lewis, you know, was, could he... He First of all, he I've never seen him... On any mail route, let alone mm. mine. Okay. He doesn't appear to know the addresses, have the big bag, the right. truck, none of it. So is it... Okay, we're all actors. And that's part of doing your job is to factor that in whenever you're doing some performance. You're, yeah. Okay. Keep going. Okay. Um Hey, you're agreeing with this, or are you Keep going. using? Because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, writing yeah. this down. Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, you're using this performance. You're using this in your performance as there's different layers. You know, there's like beyond mm-hmm. the text mm-hmm. of what you're saying. There's yeah. a lot of other stuff going on. Trident layers. And that that's kind of what you're getting at with this mailman. There's, and the with mail- you scaring your mailman. <laughs> it's not the intention's not to scare. Right. The intention mm-hmm. is to seduce. Okay. You know, and I was being an actor in a role just now. What's your type? You leading man? Uh, yeah, maybe you're just kind man? of like an everyman. You think you're a leading man? Um, I, I think I could be, yeah, sure. So you're a leading man now? I mean, I'd like to be. I think that everybody... That's your type? Describe yourself. Um, I'm about average height and build. Oh, that's what a leading man is? Uh, I mean, sometimes, sure. Let me save you. Okay. Thanks. No such thing. As a leading man? No such thing. Okay. No why? Sure. Flip it. If you're a leading man, who's on the who's following you? Who would be following you? What kind of man? Following man? Yeah. That's right? True. Yeah. And what do you think he thinks his type is? Um following man? That's his type? He no, he probably thinks he's a little more charactery, uh character. But isn't the leading man a character? That's true. So 
Isn't the character leading man? Yeah. You know, I'm reminded of the idea of the hot stove. Right. And that hearing something hard about yourself or about your dad's boss, about your dad's boss's best friend can be difficult. can be like touching a hot stove. You want to get off, you know? Stuff about my dad's boss's best friend is difficult. Could be difficult to hear something hard, something true but hard. Okay, about it's like him. touching a hot stove, and what's our instinct? Get um, off. Right, that's true. Pull off. Yeah. You know? But what I would say is you're going to want to, as an artist, be able to hear something hard about yourself, mm-hmm. that you're not a leading man, that there's no such thing as a character, Wait. that following man isn't even listed as like a thing. Right. That Slender Man, you know, is real. You know, hearing that kind of hard stuff. Slender Man is real? I mean, that's your job. I mean, that's your job. And uh, what does this have to do with my dad's boss's best friend? Is he Slender Man? No, not necessarily, but he could be the Bye Bye Man. Okay. He could be Candy Man, Bye Bye Man, Slender Man. Have you all seen Bye Bye Man? Uh, I did see Bye Bye Man, yeah. And your breath? No. But it's your job to see Bye Bye Man. Just as it's, even though it's uncomfortable, it's like touching a hot stove, right? <laughs> to walk in, one for Bye Bye Man, one adult for Bye Bye Man. <laughs> to walk in and say that, and then to go in, sit down in the theater alone, and Bye Bye Man is just wreaking havoc on these people who you come to care about. The leading man, the following man, the characters in the movie. Oh, yeah, you just told me they're not... Real things. Well, actually, I said Slenderman is real. But, it, it, you know, regardless of okay. your ability to listen, like, see, going there, seeing the Bible man smashing, smashing their brains and eating their guts is difficult. And it's like touching a hot stove. But what I would say is instead of pulling away from the hot stove, if you really want to be an artist, if you really want to learn, I would cook yourself. I would get all the way on the stove. Get your whole butt on there, turn it up, and cook yourself. And eat yourself, eat your whole body. You know, as if you're now the bye-bye man. Right, yeah, that's a disturbing way to put it, but I think I get what you're going for. Is lean into that discomfort. Right, right. You know, walk out, walk right back in, see it again. Uh, See the bye-bye man again. Okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. There's a few mixed metaphors in there, but I think I get what you're going for. You know, and that's frying yourself up for leftovers or something. And save a little bit of you to be sweet for dessert, like Candyman. All right. I, you know? So what So what role would you say you are now? Probably turkey dinner, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. Don't you think? Well, some yams. You're, or- you're losing me a little bit, and I thought I got what you were going for, and you started to lose me again. Um, especially towards the end. Just, I mean, I was even ready to say like, "Oh, I guess I'm what the bye bye man." I don't know. Or- I don't know. I don't think you're good looking enough. Okay, um, being quite just perfectly frank, I wouldn't cast you as bye bye man. 
Because I think he's got to be a charmer. I think he's got to be handsome. Okay, sure. Um, you know, I, I hope you prove me wrong. I hope you cook yourself up so good mm-hmm. and are so nicely sort of seared with a, a good seasoning mm-hmm. that you become Bye Bye Man for me. Or Slender Man or Candyman or Jeepers Creepers. You know, anything, any of these... <laughs> Great iconic cinematic roles that okay. we covet, right? And, and those the, are characters. The brain bug should... from Starship Troopers, or yeah, okay, yeah. I think that was uh, like, what a lot of these roles that you're talking about aren't even. They weren't even played by actors. I think I know what you're going for, but like. A lot of them are CGI or like they don't really say or do much or they're monsters. Mm-hmm. They're not even like puppets. And that's how you would do voiced. it? I don't know. I, I think I like your idea of like leaning into this discomfort and all characters are characters, which I think is what you were going for. And what? And so then what role would you say you are? What's your type? Him and cheese. Okay, see, this is where you often lose me. I I feel like I'm right there kind of getting your point, and then you sort of throw me a curveball, and maybe that's the point. But I I never describe my character in, like, food terms, and and that's where – because it's like at one point you're you're bringing up all these – Steamed peas, something. You know, on the side. Uh Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cranberry sauce. Yeah, I want to give you the answer you're looking for, and if it's no, no, give me the answer I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Give me the answer. Yes, steam peas. That's right. Steam peas. That's your type. That's the role you want to play. Not necessarily. Congrats, you're the bye bye man. All right. That's great. Practical question. You know, we're talking a lot about ideas. We're talking about philosophies. But here's, you know, here's the nuts and bolts of it. There's going to be a script a lot of times when you're acting. Yeah. What's the first thing you do with the script? I'll read it. I'll throw it away. Get rid of it. Think about it this way. The character you're going to play, he doesn't know about the script. That's true. He doesn't even know who you are. A lot of times the character wouldn't even know he has an audition. Right. So in order to authentically audition for that character, I would say you can't show up. Am I saying the truth? Well. (sighs) Am I saying the truth at you? I mean, I'm trying to get at what you're going for. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because the character isn't an actor. No, that's right. And so the character and, is not auditioning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you're right there. Yeah, the character. So I am auditioning as the character. You're, yes. But I still need to know what the character s- says. So is the character ever an actor? What about Aziz on Master of None? Yeah, I guess he's an actor in that. Mm-hmm. And what do you think he does with the script? His character would read the script and mm-hmm. I mean, he would write the whole thing too. As and direct himself. It. Yeah. Yeah. 
Have but, you ever thought about that? Um, well, I'm having a little bit of a hard time differentiating where you see the character starting, mm-hmm. the guy himself. Yeah. Well, I was just playing a character. Good, uh, good job. You know, you got me. I was telling a fib. I don't think you should throw the script away. In fact, I think the script is your boss at the acting factory. Okay. And he's telling you, hey, pull this lever here. Hey, okay, you can have a lunch break, but not too long Mm because you got to meet your quota of saying the right words and doing the acting. What's another thing a boss might do? Might wear a hard hat, huh? I suppose at some factories or goggles. Let's let's just family feud it, you know, things a boss might do. Okay. You know, we pulled a, a hundred actors, right? And uh, and and we said, uh, what's something your boss might do at the acting factory? Okay, probably seems like actors are not a good person to pull for what your boss might do. I the guess script, at the acting factory. Yeah, yeah, the script's your boss at the acting factory. Right. So, what's some things your boss might do at the acting factory? See, let's see if you could get the number one answer on the board. Uh, he would um, tell you not to make personal phone calls. Okay. And Brett, is that up on the board? <sighs> That's number five. That's number five. Okay. So, so then we get the a ding, and yeah. then that'll turn around. That'll slide away. Okay. We've got number five. Top six answers yeah. on the board. Okay. We pulled 100 actors. Things your boss would say at the acting factory. Time's running out, and the script. Yeah, and we do have. And the script is your boss. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, how to dress, Uh, work, play, like grooming Uh, etiquette. Yeah, that's not. Unfortunately, that's an X. That is an X. And engineer Brett will have the opportunity to steal, which you don't want that because he's the one who has the list of answers. Yeah, that doesn't seem fair. Um, Well, who would you rather have steal me? Well, it seems like you also have the answer. Yeah, so. Not great. Um, Do you not want to play? No, it just kind of feels like the deck's stacked against me, and I'm trying to give you guys what you want. Ding, ding. That's the right answer? Okay, I thought you were giving me a ding. Mm -hmm. Gives you a smoke break, how about, at the the acting factory? Eh. Okay, yeah, that's an sound. That's an X. So you've only got one more X to spare. Uh, you've really only gotten one of the answers, right. uh, top six answers on the board. So uh, go ahead and, uh, and acting is listening, by the way, but go ahead and do another one. Okay, maybe you're trying to give me uh, a, a hint there. Um, listens to the, your boss listens to the, um, the employee's complaints. Does that count? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I. Yes. It. Uh, okay. It's a. That's not exactly what. It's not the way you phrase it, but the the phrasing that we have is shows off his man meat. <laughs> okay, that's a very family feud a- answer. So you're giving me credit <laughs> for well, listens to his employees complain with the answer shows off his man meat, which I would think would be like him just showing his dick off. Well, it's a script. It's an R-rated script. Is the boss of the acting factory? It's for like one of these crazy comedies, like a Hangover. I guess I'm getting a, like a little overwhelmed. Um, sure. Well, we can pull it. And so the number two answer was um, polishes his man missile. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, number one answer was shows off his man meat. That was uh, number one. A hundred actors you pulled. Mm-hmm. Most of those people said man meat. Boss shows off his man meat. Man missile. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number, gets up in your shit. Yeah. Number three was gets up in your shit. Okay. So the top three answers that people you pulled were shows off his man meat, polishes his man missiles. Mm hmm. A missile and gets it up in your shit. Mm, that's number three. Okay, I was way off, and I think I'm now. I'm starting to think I just totally misunderstood the question, or I don't understand what the acting factor well, is. You have to. I yeah. feel like I've taken like one step forward and five steps back. You have to consider that the actors that we're polling too, like they're they're not necessarily right. right. This is just what they said. Are we ever going to come back to the duck noise thing? I am. What else do you want to know about it? Well, I thought we were building towards something with making a silly noise. You acted like that was an exercise that was going to go somewhere. Yeah, BBA taught me that exercise. Right. And that's the it's purpose a crazy of it, noise. Is to just make a crazy noise. A crazy noise, crazy word. Okay. Well, you want to do a word that we, you know? Sure. Yeah, do a crazy word. A crazy word. Um, how about uh, cheese? It's almost cheating. It's Yeah. That's easy. It's cheating. You're using a word that we know. Oh, I'm supposed to just make up a word completely? Well, that's if it's a crazy word, you know. We want to do a silly noise, not a crazy noise. We want to do a crazy word. It, so it's not supposed to be a real word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The word should be like guizagorb or something. Mm. Okay. Should sound like a word. I mean, frankly, a word that BBA would maybe be hearing, you know, from an alien planet. Okay, how about... Um Nargox. Yeah, I mean, there's no Z in it. You know? There's no Z in it. Yeah, I guess I, there's... Kind of funny noise, you know? Zzz, you know? Gwizzle, zizzle, you know, that kind of stuff is okay. really, like... Really gets the audience going and can help you center yourself. Hmm. Um, so, so when I'm performing, I should just throw some Zs? You wanted to do the... Silly noise. Thing. Like you wanted to get back into that. This was your request. I, was I try to cater my class to my students. A I little was bit. trying to figure it out. I'm sorry. I don't mean any disrespect. No, you. No, you asked for it, mm-hmm. and then now you're like being a little bit of a baby about it. I'm trying to get the most out of this class, and you're being a nasty man. No, you're not trying to get the most out of the class, bang. I want you to. I want you to get the most bang for your buck, bang. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Because one of your wrong answers, and you're, when you just flamed out, bombed at the family feud we tried to do for you, which it wasn't easy to pull that 100 actors. One of your wrong answers was about dress code, what to dress. What do you wear to an audition? Uh, I, I guess I, you know, don't quite go full like an audition look or audition looks Mm -hmm. I do you know maybe some hints of what I think the character should wear otherwise I kind of dress pretty plainly you suggest it yeah so it's a provocative dress um it's suggestive it's it's suggestive yeah I guess when I think provocative meant to provoke I think more maybe sexual which isn't always the case you dress in a provocative manner I suppose, yeah, you could put it that way. You're saying you're saying to the casting director, 
Uh-huh. Hey, there's more where this came from. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I think there's like some sexual overtones to, to phrasing it that way. Well, but- no, no, I'm saying what you said back to me. You said, I don't fully dress for the character. What I do is I suggest, you know, I don't go all the way. Right. But I say, here's a little taste. And there's right. more where that came from. Yeah. Um, but again, you're kind of phrasing it in a way that makes it seem uh, a little dirty. I'm saying what you said. You give them a taste. Uh-huh. You let them know more where this came from. I didn't say it like that, and I didn't say that. Brett, what did he say? Can you uh, you can you listen back and then tell me exactly what he said? Um, I can't do that. Okay, well, just just guess. Uh, I think he said like Garnox, Garglox, or something. Yeah, like which that. was close. Which was close. Okay, that was way back when we were doing. We were talking about something completely different. You got a crazy word for us, Brett? <laughs> yeah, um, Azilagut. Yeah, and see how that starts with this, sort of that funny Z sound. Sure. Um, so I would say uh, that's a good method if that's how you want to get your job is to go in there and kind of say to the casting director like, "Hey, I'm you know, I'm available." Um. Okay. When you audition, where are you going? What building are you going to? You know, where where is this place? Where the auditions are at? I yeah, mean, it's, just walk me through. Well, you know? your agent will send you, or your manager, whoever, will send you the address of. They're just doing. They're sending. Yeah, they're sending you. Yeah, they're sending you, and it's at different places. It's not just one place. Okay. It might be at some studio. Right, it might be right. at some that casting office. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of course. Of course. And then how do you like, so you just, did you just tell them like, I want these auditions and then they're just like doing it? Um, I mean, sometimes if you read a script, you can say, Hey, can you see if they're seeing anybody Holy for this shit. part? Right. Um, but back, other, so back up, you hmm. agent or manager, like how do you, what do you like? Either you, or. Yeah. Yeah. You no, 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 no. Yeah. But how, either, either or which, how do you get that? How did you get that? How did I get them? Mm-hmm. Um, for the class, for the Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I just, I asked some of my friends uh, who their managers were, yeah, yeah, who yeah. Their, uh, their agents were, right. and then I, yes, I tried to get yes. in touch that way and invited them to some shows. And they like, yeah, they like, okay, so they did like a show. All right. And they saw it and they were like, what? They were like. You know, we met up, we mm-hmm. kind of liked each other and that's how. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're just getting you auditions. And, okay, so um, that's uh, that's great. That's great. Uh, so I mean, if you I can, if you're looking for an agent, it seems like that's what you're. What? If you need an agent, I could give you. More no, I'm saying info. for the class. With right. this, is a class, you know, there's practical sides to it. What do you do with the script? How do you get an agent? Where are these auditions? How do you get like? notice like you're like here you know if you're here for a long time and you feel like you're doing pretty good stuff you know and some people right. are liking it but you're not like getting you're breaking like your glass fucking anything you're breaking your glass in your hand yeah as a i'm playing a guy in a movie soon so break his glass okay 
But so for them, like, okay, so great. So you want an agent. So you have friends. So you asked your friends. So like, how did you meet your friends or whatever? Oof. Uh, I mean, I don't know exactly how I, I guess I just. You trick them into taking a class with you or what? No, but. Me neither. Yeah. Okay. That kind of disturbs me saying that. You know, I, you you meet people through different, like where you maybe went to school, uh, maybe classes that you did take. Um, yeah, I homeschooled. Uh, maybe going to parties, you meet some people. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Was, you see uh, who you, is there a party coming up, or is there like anything like? Is there a party coming up? Yeah, is there one like on the books? Hey man, if like one of my friends has a birthday party or something, I'll let you know. Do I have to bring them something? Uh, no, don't. I mean, if it's at like I don't know a bar or restaurant or something, just show up. Yeah, no gift. Yeah, that's good. That's good. If you don't know anybody, it would probably be weird to show up with a gift. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. If I mean, yeah, if you're having a hard time making friends, I would say like maybe sign up for like uh, I don't know. Some sort of like uh, Friendster or whatever, maybe like a kickball league or um, okay. I don't know if Friendster is around still. Like mm-hmm. I don't think that is what that was for to make friends. As an example, like kickball league. As an example, obviously, I have you know for like if some you could be talking to someone or there might be someone in the audience who's listening who has a foot, a very pointy top of their foot. And could potentially be very embarrassing to deflate the kickball or get it stuck to their leg. Okay, is this you? and ruin the cape? It's not you know no, nothing's me. You know I'm you Charles Manson. I'm everybody. You know we're all. It's all in us. But I'm saying someone could be listening. You who, shouldn't use Charles Manson as like your example of who you are. Why? Because that is like kind of part of his philosophy too. Is that like you are all one being? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'm Pete Holmes then. Okay, that is also confusing. And it would probably upset him. And also he has like his own philosophy that you probably don't want to like steal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So let's, if you have a pointy foot, maybe don't play kickball. I don't. Maybe, no, that's I don't. So maybe that's not play me. a dodgeball. There's like other be, options. It's not, and it won't be because I don't have time because I have so many auditions. So I think that you. Okay. So I think you yeah. have an idea of what the job of the artist is, and that sort of was the goal today. And um, I want you to come back next week and have prepared. Okay. I'm gonna look. One, one log, single log, you know? A single log. Monologue. Okay, I don't, I think it's more just that it's one person talking. Yes. Great. Hollywood Masterclass is a Stitcher original and a production of Midroll Media. Our executive producers are Chris Bannon and Jenny Radelet. Music and sound by Brett Morris. Dolly, y'all! 
This is Tony Rodriguez. This is Carlos Santos. This is Riza Licea. And this is Oscar Montoya. When our powers combine, we are Spanish Aquí Presents. We have a brand new podcast here on Earwolf, bringing you the best of the best of lo mejor of the Latinx comedy. Join us every Tuesday as we chat about what's going on in our lives, Latinx culture, and ¿qué es lo que? Lo que nos está picando. Lo que te pica. Don't worry, we'll tell you what that means if you listen. We'll also be joined by a new guest every single week. We'll get to know a little bit more about their lives. Every single week. Uh-huh. And then we'll make them sit back and watch us improvise their lives right back to them. Improvisation. <laughs> Spanish Aki Presents premieres July 16th. Subscribe now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. O donde sea. Spanish Aki Presents. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.